following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. On today's episode of The Film Room, I am solo as we take a look at some preseason week one action from Trevor Lawrence. Got a little Sam Howell. And, oh yeah, Aiden Hutchinson. We're going to break down and take a look at some plays, uh, some plays from week one, uh, preseason week one, and uh, evaluate and uh, break them down as best as we can. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Matt Johnson, and this is The Two Point Conversation. is up everybody happy happy tuesday to you all welcome to the film room all right the beginner's film room we should probably preface that as the beginner's film room we are not experts at this we are growing and learning with you all we'd be happy to be uh constructively educated as we go along uh, we just want to you know as, as we said last week we just kind of want to take a look at these plays and um just see how they go right terminology we're getting there. We're getting there. Um, slowly but surely, we are getting there. The terminology is, is coming along. and uh, it, But we just want to take a look, discuss, walk you through um, various plays throughout the season. Now, no Brian today, unfortunately so, uh, which stinks. Makes my job a little bit harder, and it's not... You know, not that bad. I just uh, I lean on him a lot for for that terminology. He's a little bit uh, a lot smarter than I am when it comes to taking a look at film. But uh, we're gonna give it a go. I did it a couple times solo last year. We're gonna have some fun, shake some more rust off, and uh, get things underway. Uh, so as we said, Trevor Lawrence, Sam Howell, who I had no inclination or expectation to be covering film of him at least this year. Uh, as well as uh, Aiden Hutchinson, who had a pretty spectacular play. Uh, you know, just this week was tough. This week was really, really tough because I wanted to hone in on rookies, and obviously one of my selections is not a rookie. Um, but it was a big growth thing that I noticed. But um, everything was so sloppy, and I guess that makes... Sloppy and basic, I think, is a better is is the best way to um, to put that out there, because there was a lot of bad offense. There was a lot of bad offense, and I guess in some sense, just not great defense. Let me let me explain that. So. Watching this weekend, um, I, I, I looked up through a highlight reel just to kind of get through, uh, just kind of give myself a rough idea of how I wanted to attack this episode today. And um, a lot of it was deep balls, right? Go little go routes. And those are cool, but they're not cool for film study purposes. It's just uh, that's that they're not the best 
they're not they're not very fun. There's no science really to a go route. It, it, minimal, but not worth my time in trying to help me learn and understand football and help you, uh, the listener or viewer, learn and understand football either. So uh, there wasn't a whole lot of intricate stuff. I thought I picked out the best that I could. I did pick three plays, two offense, one defense. Um, and then a lot of the defensive stuff was, yeah, there was a cool sack here and there. There's the Jalen Hurts late hit. Ugh. Not cool, Jets. Not cool. Not cool. I forgot who the player was, but that was not cool. Um, but a lot of like the, the picks and fumbles were just off from offensive, just bad technique, right? Tip balls, balls that are popped up, and the defense just, oh, oh well, I got three seconds to make a decision and get in a position to pick this play off, pick this ball off and take it the other way. There was a lot of that. It was a lot of junky interceptions and stuff, uh, but everybody was running basic things for the most part, for the most part. Uh, some people broke out, some teams broke out some intricate stuff. We're going to take a look at uh, one of those today. And, uh, and yeah, but enough chatter. Let's. Uh, this is going to be a quick one today. All right. And, you know, no Brian. It's just power through it as best we can and kind of get you all assimilated and ready to go for what we plan to present to you for the rest of the season. So, all right, let's take a look. We are looking at the Jacksonville Cleveland Browns game in Jacksonville. Um, Trevor Lawrence taking his first snaps of the preseason. New head coach, Doug Peterson, uh, going up against a a Cleveland Browns team. That's, I think, I don't know how many starters that they played. I, I, I couldn't tell you. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't dare do that. But um, but yeah. So they're going up against the, the Jaguars in Cleveland and Jacksonville. And uh, you know, I think one of the bigger stories of this game is the Deshaun Watson stuff. Oh my God, it's taking over everything. It won't just won't go away. Of course, Deshaun Watson opening up a can of worms for himself by uh, apologizing, which he should, which he should. But. When you've been proclaiming innocence for so long, and then you apologize, uh, the timing is bad. Trust me, we'll talk about this, me and Jaws, uh, tomorrow on the discussion topic episode. But regardless, regardless, you know, last year, Trevor Lawrence, you know, we've said him time after time. We said it time after time. Uh, best quarterback prospect since Andrew Luck, you know, comparisons to Elway as far as the, uh, the pedigree of what, whoever was drafting them was was receiving. And last year wasn't great, right? It wasn't uh it wasn't the best it wasn't the best situation you go in with a new head coach in Urban Meyer. Uh and I don't think I need to explain in depth how that all panned out, but uh let's just say it wasn't a good. It wasn't it wasn't a good. It was not very good at all. Um and that hurt. That hurt. It, sucks going into a system like that it sucks that you are you know opening your first year is and I, I guess I see that comparison with Justin Fields right I, I should probably uh, acknowledge even though you know I guess I didn't see a whole lot from Justin Fields last year that he was in a bad system likely uh, the same like Trevor Lawrence so one of the issues last year is that just Trevor Lawrence looked very pedestrian Right, we weren't getting elite games until it was against my Colts defense. You know, or Colts in, in Week 18, and and Trevor Lawrence looked like Joe Montana out there. No, that wasn't uh, 
<laughs> but, you know, I look at Trevor Lawrence last year, and he was overdrafted in fantasy. That's drafters' faults. He was going as high as the fourth round in some of the leagues that I was in. But he just did not le- didn't live up to it. It just didn't pan out. But what, some of the things I've seen this year, and there was a lot of fun uh, already in this in this playbook and how they're scheming things up. Um, there's a lot of fun with this Jacksonville Jaguars team that I am, um, I'm intrigued by. I'm intrigued by. Uh, I actually kind of am. They're finding ways, fun, creative ways, and I got to give credit to Doug Peterson, who I think is a marvelous head coach, uh, was wrongly fired and released from Philadelphia. I understand why it had to end to an extent. I think it was still wrong, though. Um, But Jacksonville got a a one-in-a-million head coach. I I really do think Doug Peterson is special. He's done a lot with a little in Philadelphia, and he gets the opportunity to do that again. And who better to, uh, to coach up a quarterback than Doug Peterson, a guy who's bounced around the NFL, has been behind the likes of uh, Brett Favre, I think he spent some time behind Donovan McNabb, maybe a little bit. Uh, but I know he was in Philly for a little bit as a player. He uh, was in Cleveland. That's not really the greatest spot to be in at a quarterback. But um, you get my point. He's been around the league. He's played with some of the best, and uh, and he has a lot to offer. So here we are, Trevor Lawrence show. Uh, getting this opportunity, first preseason snaps. Uh, we are looking at the second quarter, 14 minutes, 18 seconds remaining in and uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars on the looks to be the nine yard yeah they're in the nine yard line is fourth and two so they got to progress two yards here uh, one thing that we like to do uh, with with a lot of these in season breakdowns is take a look at personnel and schemes and all that all that fun jazz all right so the Jacksonville Jaguars and I actually this is the second time I've been recording this part because. Um, uh, <laughs> Because I, I struggled, but anyways, I, I, I self-doubt. I doubted myself. So what we're looking at here is the Jaguars are in eleven personnel, one-one personnel. For those who don't know what personnel means, um, and think, oh yeah, eleven players. That's how many personnel are in there. No, that is not what it is. I learned that last year the hard way. And those who are tuning in um, and do not do not know what eleven personnel means is uh, is that eleven personnel. Uh, the first digit is how many running backs are on the field. All right. And that's one. Uh, I believe that's ETN. I believe that's ETN. Um, and then the second digit is how many tight ends are on the field. All right. And that is one as well. That one is Evan Ingram, who is lined up for our video watchers. Well, and for our audio watchers as well. Um, he is lined up just behind the the left tackle. All right, so we got a little bunch formation, single back bunch on the left hand side. He is the one. He's the one that's uh, kind of crouched over, like he's taking a dump, uh, but right behind the left tackle. All right, we got our five offensive linemen, and um, and yeah, so we got a wide receiver on the right hand side. Wide receivers don't count for those who don't know for the personnel count. So the more you know, uh, and the Browns defense, the Browns defense. They, it, this is cover. Or excuse me, it's a base four three. All right, they got four down linemen. Um, they got three linebackers and right. Yep, three linebackers. And they have uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Yep, we got one deep. All right. Um, uh, 
the defensive backs, they're 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 all over um, uh, on that on that. Well, their right side of the field, uh, the Jaguars' left side. You know, kind of just keeping an eye on that little bunch formation that they got going on there. But uh, let's watch the play, listen to the play first and foremost, and then we'll start to break it down. Here's play action, and he's got oh, Evan Ingram all by himself. Look at that. And he turns it up the field. Look at Touchdown, that. Jacksonville. How about that? And he, I think he could have got it to him about a half a second earlier. He was so wide open. All right. So we talked to We did the whole Matt Ryan shtick last week, and I talked about how much I love play action. I love fake outs. I love set setups. All right, this is uh, this was a lot of fun to take a look at and take a gander at because the Jaguars are finding ways to get the receivers open, get people open, shake up the defense. This is this was an issue last year, and now you're creating openings. I watched them, you know, earlier in the game. They did it with Christian Kirk, or not Christian Kirk. Excuse me. You know, say Jones is making a big time catch. Uh, they're finding ways to get guys open and push the ball downfield, and that's. As a Colts fan, it's a little terrifying. Um, and for the rest of the league, I think it's a, it lends a little bit of curiosity. They had a uh, underappreciated defense last year that showed up, you know, uh, uh, you know, showed up against some really good teams. But uh, the, now that the offense looks to be clicking a little bit. That is a good sign. So, all right. So as we said, we got our personnel. Uh, defense is all lined up. They are set. All right. Let's see here. All right. There's the handoff. So. One of the things to take a uh, look at when it comes to doing film study, um, especially like play action stuff, is is blocking. Seeing the way the offensive line blocks. We went over this last year. Just want to bring everybody up to speed. All right, there's two different types of blocking: run blocking and pass blocking. Run blocking is pushing, pushing and creating holes and separation. Uh, pass blocking is just kind of staying put a little bit, moving around, uh, making sure your quarterback has enough time to make a decision, make his reads, and make the throw. Uh, the fun thing about play action is you get to see, you know, a really good sell is 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 that run, right? Because there is a chance that your quarterback does hand off the ball to the running back, and if, if you're not... If you're not pushing, if you're doing pass protection, it's not going to be a good day for your, for your running back. So... Um, so, all right, so as you can kind of see here, we'll rewind it just a bit. And uh, for our audio listeners, the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars team is running, uh, blocking towards the right, signifying, and this is the beauty of this thing, that, hey, they're probably going to run, and it looks like, again, I think it's ETN is going to take off for the right-hand side. So the players that are back more, all right, are defensive backs or linebackers or safety, uh, they see what's going on with that, and they bite hard. I mean, you could see, uh, for our visual watchers, the entire Cleveland Browns defense went to their left. All right, They thought this handoff was going down. Uh, Lawrence sold it very, very well in his part. And the whole defense goes and follows ETN. And that is the making of a beautiful play action. It is, it is a piece of art. It is probably my favorite uh, play. Uh, of course, setup is everything. The Jaguars offense sold it really, really well. A uh, couple of their receivers got open. Got some, uh, got some separation, but the defense bit so hard that Evan Ingram, who is our, uh, who is was you know right just behind, just uh, kitty corner to the uh, the left tackle, 
he's got a wide open lane to uh, make something. And I am not the biggest Evan Ingram fan. I am a three-time Evan Ingram fantasy football owner, and I do not like Evan Ingram. But this dude was wide open. Fantastic play. Boom. Lawrence on the run, planted his foot down, and uh, he knew exactly where he was going. And the Browns defense didn't even see it coming. There was a chance to stop it. Ingram at least had the first down, but uh, he jumps in and gets that touchdown. And, man, what a great play that was. Uh, Let's take another look at it. A little breakdown to it. All right, we are all set. No gimmicks, no motion, just uh, offense ready to go. All right, there it is. Here we go with a fake handoff. Looks like uh, ETN is going to the right-hand side. The defensive backs take note. You can even see the safety uh, in the back. He's looking that way. He's looking to his left, indicating that he's going to try and uh, make sure that ETN does not uh, get through. However, he bites way too hard. You can see him shuffling his feet. He's shuffling his feet to stop. And in a lot of instances, that's the second or two that, that a quarterback needs to make a decision and make a throw. He could have went downfield here. That might be Chenault right here. LaVisca Chenault. I don't know their numbers yet. i got to get used to that aspect. But um, the, it's obviously a design play to go to the tight end. Who I don't even know if Ingram had to block anybody. I think he just kind of waited. He didn't. He looked like he was going to the right. Okay, so that's cool. He looked like he was going to the right, spun around backwards, and got himself open and free. And then Lawrence, beautiful throw. Could have got him a little bit earlier if he really, truly wanted to. Oopsie. Um, But uh, no need. No need. So, bam, fake handoff. Throw. I guess I could have got it a little bit earlier. But um, a great throw nonetheless, and that is exactly what we are looking for. If this Jacksonville Jaguars offense is going to be, um, is going to be as tough as as they expected it to, right? As, as much money as they paid into it, dude's got paid this year. If you went to Jacksonville, you probably got a nice hefty sum of money to go to go play football in beautiful Jacksonville, uh, Duval, Duval County. Um, that's the kind of stuff you want to see. That is the stuff you can, you really want to see. And uh, if they do stuff like that, like I said, you can go look through the Jaguars-Browns game and you see a lot of fun, schemed-up stuff. Receivers finding separation. You know, we look at some of the numbers last year and they were paltry, right? Some of these receivers that went down to Jacksonville. Um, was it Galladay? Or Jones? I think Jones went down there. It just it wasn't great. It It, it was... It was really tough. It was really tough. Lawrence underperformed, and I, I can't say just Lawrence. The entire Jacksonville Jaguars team underperformed, and uh, it showed on field. It absolutely showed on field. So, um, so yeah, so that is Trevor Lawrence. Like I said, just you're going to see a lot more stuff like this. Doug Peterson is actually a pretty damn good play caller when he has the talent that he needs, and I think now after seeing stuff like that, that there is room to uh, surprise and shock a lot of people. So there is Trevor Lawrence. Now, our next player. At 14. All right, our next player is uh, Sam Howell. All right, the uh, fifth or sixth round draft pick. Can't really recall by the Washington Commanders. All right. And uh, I've seen a lot of good stuff from him. He's getting some pretty rave reviews. I know Carson Wentz has had an up and down. Uh, 
training camp. He's at an up and down kind of training camp. I'm not saying that he's going to get benched or whatever, but um, there's there's a lot of good. Pardon me. Um, all right, leave me alone. All right, there's a lot of uh, good that I've seen in there, and I get, I know he's playing against third stringers, second and third stringers. Actually, I think third, just third. Heineke was the is QB two, but uh, Howell showed me a lot. This dude was uh, mobile. He was. Uh, fun, calm, cool, collected. And the reason why I'm watching this this little video clip here is just because of that calm, cool, collected. I, I've seen Carson Wentz firsthand. Um, dude gets frantic. He takes off, puts himself in dangerous positions. He forces footballs where they shouldn't be that end up being left-handed zero-yard pick sixes and uh, and throwing into triple coverage. I'm not going to, you know, I, I, I go on this rant at least twice a week. Uh, it seems like the last couple weeks. But, um, again, I acknowledge Sam Howell, you know, is what he was, you know, is, is where he is playing third string. But there's still these tendencies. There's these tendencies, these characteristics that a player shows that can really make them stand out. So, I'm going to give, uh, let's play the video first. This was hard because the clip that I received, I did not get to see them get set in any kind of formation, but it did seem uh, this is six minutes, 27 seconds left in the fourth quarter. Commanders are down 13 to 20, and it's third and 14. It did seem to be some type of nickel or dime package. Uh, the Carolina Panthers, they sent four, and everybody else is playing back. And obviously, third and 14 is a passing situation. A passing down situation, and uh, they were prepared for it. But let's take a watch and a listen, and we'll start to. I'll go over what I what I liked and disliked. Team. Well, steps up and spins. Now throws and it's caught for a first down into Carolina territory and still going. Finally dragged out at the 31 yard line is the seven year vet out of Wisconsin. Alex Erickson. All right. So, like I said, I didn't get to really see the formation um, set up. I didn't see how everybody was kind of lined up. But uh, from what I'm seeing right here, we got three receivers going. We got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven people blocking. Um, I'm guessing this is, I don't want to really put an estimate out there. Uh, I want to take a guess and say this was some kind of. Might have been 11 personnel, might have been uh, two personnel, zero two, two tight ends. Um, I don't have numbers and such in front of me, so forgive me for that. But um, what I want to look at is is Sam Howell and his composure here. So, uh, you know, we got seven people blocking and four Panthers defenders. They're they're kind of getting through a little bit, but Howell contains himself or he handles himself. Really, really well here in the pocket, I think. Uh, gets a little frantic, waiting for guys to get, just a teeny bit frantic, waiting for guys to get open. But he resets and does something that I really, really enjoyed. All right, he tries to step up. He's trying to make something happen. It looks like he can get off to our, uh, that might be Gibbs. No, that's not Gibson. Whoever that gentleman is, uh, 48, 43, looks like there. He can look to his left. This is a small issue because he's like he's making one. He's making multiple reads, which is actually a really good sign. 
he's making good sign. He looked he looked uh, at a couple different receivers and, and potential options, but he sees the the pocket kind of collapsing, and he tries to run forward a little bit because he, he is a scrambling type quarterback. He's actually not too not too shabby at that. He's watching some of the design runs that he went on. Um, was was kind of fun. It was kind of fun. Uh, but anyways, he starts to roll up. He realizes he puts himself in danger. He backs off. He does a little stiff arm. And he actually, it's kind of cool. Look at this dude. He's getting bon- this, uh, for our visual watchers, this uh, this Panthers defender's getting teabagged over here, Halo style. Um, but, how you know, Howell pushed and gave himself an, an entire pocket. And he, you know, he kind of runs out exposes his back a little bit uh, to the def- defense, but he knows he has it and uh, plants his foot, little little jump pass, and on the money finds a uh, receiver open at the 49-yard line. And that's a first down. That's a first down. And then some. And then some. This guy, uh, Erickson, I believe they said, uh, he's been a seven-year vet or something out of – Wisconsin. I think that's what they said. Uh, great play and fan- great way to extend the drive, which is something you want to see young quarterbacks do. What kind of position can they put us in? Um, you know, how, are they able to calmly make plays? <sighs> I'm going to be that guy. I. <laughs> I watched Carson Wentz throw this like into coverage all last year. And yes, I know, third string. But still, this is the this stuff that you want to see that could get him moved up to QB2 past Heineke. He will probably be rostered. How obviously he'll be rostered. He was the first quarterback taken. They obviously they're they're concerned about their QB room in some instance, but uh, Howell was one of the top rated quarterbacks coming into this uh, this draft, which isn't saying a whole heck of a lot. But I just really liked his poise, his patience um, here when everything was going, you know, not right. Oh yeah, rolls out, plants his throwing foot down his left foot, makes a beautiful throw and uh, into open space. Probably a little bit of a blown coverage. Looked like the. Kind of makes sense, though. Uh, the Panthers were in some type of zone coverage. So left them wide open. Left uh, left that Erickson wide open. One more. Let's take one more look at it. This is really fun. This is really fun stuff. All right. All right, there's the coverage. Boom, boom, boom. Spins out. On the money. The whole defensive secondary converges, and they... It's just bad. Bad safety play, but regardless, that's what you do. I, I was looking at another play earlier today, too, and uh, and I almost put it here. And it was kind of similar to the Trevor Lawrence one, but uh, it was a really quick turnaround. Like, he didn't have a whole lot of time to uh, make an adjustment, make a decision. He just he threw it. He threw it a little low. He threw it a little low. There's, there's no doubt about that. A little low, but it ended up pushing the ball downfield and being a first down. So, uh that's good stuff. That's good pedigree, good you know mechanics, good understanding of what's going on. Um, to find the open man, quick, quick twitch thinking. And uh, Sam Howell did a pretty damn good job this past weekend. So I want to give him uh, some kudos. It was a great job. It was a great job. 
But uh, but all right, so that's Sam Howell. That's our second play. Wanted to spotlight him. He, you know, you never know if he gets some playing time this year. I said if the Carson Wentz experiment doesn't work out, if the Carson Wentz experiment doesn't happen to work out, and Heineke, who knows what happens with Heineke? I, I like Heineke. Um, you got a guy who's got good fundamentals that can get you there. All right. Next up, uh, I want to take a look at Mr. Aiden Hutchinson, who he's the second overall pick in last year's draft. Went to Detroit, going home to Michigan, and uh, and had a pretty sweet sweet sack here. Um, Lions and Falcons, and a lot of good stuff from the Falcons too. I was very uh, some fun plays, some really fun plays from the Atlanta Falcons. Looking at the first quarter here, eight minutes fifty seven seconds in or excuse me, left in the first quarter. And uh, our man Hutchinson makes a big-time sack, moves the left tackle pretty easily, um, and, and makes a play. Let's give it a watch, and we'll start to break it down. Second down and two. Allison will get it in. He's taken down in the backfield. Look who. All right. Real quick. He's, you know, just electric off the line, right? Um Hutchinson has got the same kind of hype as like the Bosa's and and so, several other of these big time you know defensive ends that have come out of the drafts recently. Uh, we talked about last week how bad Atlanta's uh, offensive line is. All right, it's still pretty bad. It's still pretty bad. But uh, I really like that what Hutchinson did here. I just wanted it more so just showing you know the, the, some uh, intricacies of playing defensive end edge rusher. Or whatever the heck you want to call it. All right. Uh, Hutchinson probably is aware, like many other people are, that where the head goes, the body tends to follow. And this left tackle is, uh, he really gave it to him. All right. line is the seven-year Whoop. vet out of Wisconsin. Where do we go? Where do we go? Skip back a little bit. Okay, where'd you go, Eden? All right, here we go. So, Aiden Hutchinson is our right defensive end here. We have him circled for our visual watchers. Uh, the Detroit Lions are in a 4-3 cover one. Pretty basic style defense. Got, um, you got man coverage down here on the uh, the right-hand side of the field. I can't tell who the receiver is there. Uh, or did, I see, did I see single back or I, for, I I meant I formation if I didn't say that already. My apologies. Um, I formation. And uh, and yeah, so we got a mix of man and zone coverage with uh, with the safety deep. Uh, and there's our man Aiden Hutchinson right here on the right hand side of the uh, right defensive end. So um, so yeah, so just this little technique. I wish I could zoom in without making the video quality look even worse. All right, so you can see here's the run blocking. Right, this is going to be a handoff if you. You watch the play uh, from our YouTube or Facebook page. You can kind of see that this is we have a fullback leading, and then it's uh, that's Quadre Olson, who is Niagara Falls native. Shout out to him. He's running to the left hand side. Um, that's why the Falcons, you know, running. Which is I'm glad we talked about it to start the show off today. Um, you know, they're running to the left hand side. They're trying to push the the Lions defense that way and create holes and separation. Oh, that really skipped there. So fast, so fast. All right. Okay. 
So basically, this number 70, this left tackle, was leaning a little bit too far with his head. All right, didn't have a uh, great center of gravity, leaning too far forward. Hutchinson has passed him, for our visual watchers. Hutchinson has passed him before he even knows what the heck happened. Absolutely embarrassed him, this left tackle. Absolutely embarrassed him. He literally just does this swim move. He does this the, the, the swim move thing. And even the fullback... Why does it keep jumping like that? I don't like that. All right, let's take a watch and full go. The fullback, and this is a bad thing on the fullback, too. The fullback probably should have chipped uh, Hutchinson before he went and created that hole. Probably could have bumped him a little bit and gave Quadre a little bit of room to make that first down. Instead, it's a loss of three yards. But uh, just his little swim technique, just uh, swim move tech, you know, maneuver, pushes the left tackle out of the way. And there is, you know, there's a, there's a big time play, and that's the kind of impact that the Lions are anticipating from a guy like Aiden Hutchinson, uh, you know, this upcoming season. That's what they want to see. All right, there he is. Oh, why does it keep jumping? I do not like that. All right, let's go real slow. So he like pushes he pushes him behind him. So he's got he's running to his left, pushes his like back, and then swims his right arm over, and he's in the clear. But uh, big time mistake by the fullback. Terrible, terrible body positioning by our left ta- by the left tackle, the Atlanta Falcons. I'm not claiming that guy, um, and just lets up an easy lo- easy loss of yards for Aiden Hutchinson. This dude is uh, having a really great training camp as expected. He's going to be an absolute star. For the uh, for the Detroit Lions this year, I am excited for Detroit. I'm excited for their fans. There is a lot of optimism coming from that team, uh, and uh, you know, it's hope for uh, the Motor City that the good times keep rolling. So, but that was it today. Like I said, real quick, want to get through those plays. It's always nice to have a second person, have other plays, take a look at, get some different opinions, you know, from uh, from Brian or whomever. But uh, hey. I uh, unfortunately we all do this out of love. So, um, and family comes first. I tell everybody that is a part of the show that family always comes first. So, but that is it for today, everybody. I want to thank you so much for uh, for tuning in, for watching us on YouTube, watching us on the old bookface, and listening to us wherever you do. Our website: bicbp-radio.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Google, Amazon, or wherever else you take a listen to us. Um, if you have the time, if you're feeling generous, give us a uh, like, subscribe, rate us. All right, help us out, spread the good word. We uh, we're football fans, just like all of you. Um, just have a platform to talk about it. So, but thank you so much for tuning in. On behalf of uh, myself, till next time, the two point conversation is good.